Hi, I'm Jamila. I'm the creator of Oyen Handmade, a line of natural products for happy and healthy hair and skin. Hi, and I'm Pierre Benu, multidisciplinary artist and principal creative <laughs> at Exit the Apple Art Space uh, in Baltimore, Maryland. We've been married and working together since 1999, and this is Love Works, where we talk about culture, some hey. parenting, yeah. <laughs> small business, and general nerdery. Hey y'all. Hey, in to maintain realness, this episode is the realest. Because live. this is from live from the bedroom. Laundry. It's not going to be nothing gross. Um, it, it just we're folding laundry is what it is. So if, it, if we're dipping in and out of sound, it's because we're folding laundry and then throwing it on the bed. Uh, it's crazy o'clock at night. I ain't going to tell you what time it is. <laughs> But what's it's up? It's laundry time. It's laundry. Holla. <laughs> um, so what's up? How you doing? How I'm, are you? How are you, first of all? Yeah. Not that you can answer me back, but Check what's it. up with you? You been all right? It's a good week? You did the thing, what you said you was going to do? <laughs> all right, cool. That's great. And if if not, you know, you there's always next week. Exactly. Yeah, unless you die and then none of it matters. Not to, I'm not trying to be morbid. I'm just saying <laughs> She gave me this look like, why did you go <laughs> off the cliff? Like, off literally. the entire cliff. I'm just saying. I mean, it, 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 you are if not If you're wrong. dead, there's no... That is a... You, you, boom. Yes. Life is done, I guess. <laughs> oh, boy. How did this go so wrong so quickly? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Every time I bring up death, it's like... Anyway. It's that thing in the room that you don't talk about. But, except we do... Apparently. A lot. This is like the third time. Anyway, so live from the the bedroom folding clothes laundry episode. What's up? The laundry episode. Um, I would like to shout out our nine-year-old who, when they were doing a puppet show the other day, Yo. made an air horn sound. Wait, was it an air Was it the puppet yeah, show? Yeah, he said, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> During, mind you, okay, so look, this is some 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 parent hack stuff. Now, we, first, my disclaimer is that we cannot have your answers. We barely know our kids. We only know them a couple of years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, and so, new. right. And, uh, you know, what works for them might not work for you. But anyway, we, we were very much into curating their, bo- boredom. their boredom. Like, they only get computers, what, two or three times a week? And they don't see any. I mean, a lot of a lot of parents do true, that, true. like electronics and TV on the weekends. Only. Right, but 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 we really try to encourage them to, like, just just we try yeah. to make them bored so that they have to do things. <laughs> we try to like we don't overly program them. Like you know, they're not all all the time in a thing or in an activity. It's 1985 in this house. Kind what I'm trying of, to say, kind like, of, is. <laughs> kind of is, um, complete with um the. My, right. my my parents' benign neglect. Right, plan. they know of nothing. They have no. They know no shows. Anyway, so we um, they they made true. a puppet not, show. They're actually. It's interestingly, they're actually not um, like they because know a bunch in, of shows. They're, they're in just Gen like Pop. It's just, yeah, exactly. They also know a bunch of words they shouldn't know either. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> the other day he came from after school. I didn't, shouldn't even share this story. Never mind. Yeah, you don't have to. But listen, the point <laughs> was they, um, on Sunday, like afternoon, it was, um, it was time to shut down the electronics for 
the afternoon because we and then so we took him to the library. We got this week's you know exciting poop focused Captain Underpants books or whatever is going to keep them reading for their twenty minutes a day. And um and then when they come back from the library, it was electronic time was over. And so literally like within an hour, they had created these paper bag puppets using, you know, random materials they had found in the house. They had um, made a puppet show. They were drawing. They had, like, taped paper towels to the living room wall to draw backdrops on them. And all all this, like, Like, he made a dragon with wings that if you went up and down, the wings flapped, like... Like with duct tape and notebook paper and all kinds of crayons, it was it was nuts. We was were like, this, it, and then they made us sit down and watch it, <laughs> which was also I think excruciating, we, but hysterical. It was, it was no, it was, it was, it was sincerely funny, yeah. but it was uh, after. Here's the thing about too much encouragement. <laughs> when they saw that we liked it, like really dug it, they uh, proceeded to make a sequel. <laughs> Return of the Dragon from the Death of the... I was like, oh like, my god. Y'all really couldn't be talking amongst yourselves with this. Right. Like, I like... <laughs> we had two kids for a reason. My point though is that curating your children's boredness and having that around, like just having things around for them to build with, um really makes for so not only just for children though, I mentioned this on social media and one of the comments who um from a person who was also a parent and has some brilliant children who's who go to school with our children mm-hmm. um, mentioned a book that she had been reading dog on it it's called the case for boredom or in praise of boredom or boredom for everyone right. <laughs> I'm trying to look it up as I as I try to remember but um it's not talking about it as a parenting hack but as a life hack for adults and um in just the amazon um description they're talking about different ways to cultivate boredom in your own adult life as a way to encourage um deeper thought deeper relationships um better uh act productivity boring (laughs) i see what you did there But it wasn't talking about it as a parenting strategy at all, mm. but as a strategy for better living for your own self. Oh, yeah. And in one of the Amazon reviews, they talk about the w- one potential strategy, which would be like deleting the Two Dots app off your phone. <laughs> What's the Two <laughs> which Dots is app? Oh, you know that. Uh, it's an app. It's a puzzle app. Oh, no, no. It's not but I thought, no, no, no. So we have a coworker who is completely obsessed. He's on like level 973,000. And um, we, I am not. I'm like tapped out at maybe level 150 but Lord. it's like it's like candy crush it's like one of those kind of addictive puzzle games for me i had to delete that wooden puzzle games app mm-hmm. recently because i found myself like just going in way like when when i was watching tv when i was doing nothing with my hands i right. would open up the puzzle app and then i would look up and it'd be like five thousand points later right and i w- had been just playing the heck out of this puzzle app and I, I thought... Sorry, of, are these yours? They are. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Real moment. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just that, I, that fact. If you think about how little boredom we have, because we have these like little supercomputers in our pockets, which Basically. are a source of games, they're a source of instant communication. And cancer. 
<laughs> but am I? Did I just bring it back to death? Goodness. I'm sorry. They're not a form of cancer. We don't know that yet. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish what you were saying. I'm finished. Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So, no, oh, has everyone seen the new trailer? The new trailer for Black Panther is yeah. great. I'm just very scared. Two things I'm scared about with that. One, is it going to be... I just want it to be done right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Disney owns Marvel now, right? And I don't trust Disney with mm. black images. Mm. People of color images, period. Um, so there's that. But then, then there's, there's then there's the thing of too much of a good thing, right? You have <laughs> too all, black, no, too no, strong. No, 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 not too black, too strong. It's all good. But I'm that part's all good. But I'm just saying, like, when you have too many great actors... In one thing, sometimes it sucks because all the actors are so great that there's not, not enough. Gonna use them. Everyone's gonna be in there for two minutes. Okay, Everyone's gonna but, get a walk on, right? And and but that's, and that's it's my, gonna be all about like let's showcase this amazing. Like I've seen even some of like the jewelry designs are superstars. Right? Like, no, no, no. Stuff that we've seen I get Instagram. that, but I'm saying that the big issue for me mm. is what African accent dialect are we because Wakanda doesn't exist right and there's Africans in this movie and American actors right so you know what I'm saying like what are we what are we all deciding is the accent of Wakanda if for that reason alone I cannot wait to see and then why are you all speaking English is there a Wakandan language because we could we we should get sci-fi nerdy with it like if if Klingons have a language right why can't Wakandans but you know that's a whole nother. Those are my two. Like I'm just, I'm worried. I'm worried. You're funny. I want to talk about space. The final fun. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. No. Is this side? This not. You talking about house? I'm talking about house space. Oh, okay. Um. So one of the a major thing that has just happened here in our home is we redid like musical chairs with every single room in the house. Mm-hmm. Everyone moved their bedroom slash playroom slash den slash everything. The only thing that there were three rooms that stayed the same. Everything else moved, right? Where everyone slept, where everyone worked, where everyone ate, like everything moved. And the reason why was because, and we've talked in here about minimalism before, about how we were going through like a major whole house purge. It's been like a pretty long yes, term project because it's yeah. not something we can like dedicate um they says the thing we have to do in two hour spurts on <laughs> on when every on home, weekends when we're home, home. exactly right. but it has been a pretty long-term project because we are you know our, our kids are getting older we're tr- they're getting bigger um they're getting stinkier <laughs> it is we are running we have been feeling for a a few years now that we were outgrowing our house and this made us that it filled us with feelings, you know. Um, you are some of those feelings involved wanting to feel like we were choosing to leave if we if we decided to leave, not that we were like getting run out <laughs> of mm-hmm. a house. Which there are a lot of things about this house and this neighborhood that we love. 
Right. And um, and so we were like feeling kind of conflicted. Like, why are we so attached to this tiny house that we're that isn't enough space for us? What's wrong with us? You know, why would not we just move? Are we, you know, do we need to get our astrological charts done so we can figure out what's wrong with us and we don't want to move? And then other parts of us were like, no, obviously everything about this house is perfect and we're the problems. We must obviously need to just throw away everything we own and live like minimalists. So we're just, you know, spending this time trying to streamline, but also trying to get to the root of what, you know, our issue was with our space, right? When I tell you that moving these rooms around has solved like 90% of the issues. 90 is a large this, number. With the space. It's not 90 for you? Oh, I don't know if it's 90 is big. That's a lot, but it solved. You can, you can ascribe your own random it's percentage a new, if you like. It's a new house for me it's 90. in a different way. It you know really I mean? is. It is a new house. And we're, and so for me, it has resolved that, that conflicted feeling, the feeling of like this space should be enough and there's something wrong with us and da, 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 da. or we've got to leave because we're too big. Like it, it's, it has fixed that conflict. You know, mm. because I now feel like we are using the space in in a in a better way, and I I think the issue is we moved into this house. It was a it it's this is a small little right. house, but it's not a tiny house. We're not like in a hundred and twenty square feet. You know what I mean? Right. On a on a wagon bed. We're I mean, um, it's 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 an it's a good size for two young people right, starting who out. move in to their but, first house with you know with their little home based business and no children. But also we've been here for two, almost twelve years now right. and we now have not one but two children who are growing and we hadn't done like a we we moved our stuff around. We moved rooms every couple of years, but we hadn't done like a real down from the bottom up reconception since they've been born. Since they've been born. And so we were like, how do we fit these growing kids into our house? As opposed to if we were moving into this house right now as this family um, of this size, how would we use it? So two things. I think having a vision of how you see yourself, being able to reimagine yourself is important because then you've given yourself a new shape and then you can adapt to that shape. I don't think the work is is the issue. It's it's the vision. You got to know kind of what you want to be. And, and you have to be honest about what what the strengths and weaknesses are, how it is sure. you use your, your the space as as and as well as what it is you do in it. But the you big know? the big the big thing that I see is uh how privileged we are mm. like it's such a problem of privilege <laughs> like i grew up in some real i look back now they were pretty small apartments mm. uh except for yeah no they were pretty small apartments mm. and it's just like it was two growing kids in there too <laughs> right and it was like there was no like how is this gonna fit tell me all <laughs> It was My, just this is the apartment. This is the apartment, and there's and there's that's it. Right. I just recognize. I just recognize all the privilege and all of our pain. You know what I'm saying? Like we're talking about. Oh, manage your manage your boredom. It's just too much. It's too much. Just too much going on. It's too much information. Too much. Like what? Like I'm thinking back as to like being a kid. I'm like. Too much information. Like we had Encyclopedia Britannica's. I used to be highlighting stuff, 
looking like I I could I didn't know where to get that. enough. You guys had Britannica, y'all were fancy. We was balling out, Come y'all. On. You had to ball out on something. <laughs> I was wearing my brother's hand-me-down sneakers. I had to have something to you know compensate. We had World Book. They were. But my they, uncle used to sell them joints door to door. Not World Books Book. Were dope. World books were dope because they had a really good children's encyclopedia, which I think is what tipped my parents over to it. The, the world book children's right. section. Nah, my, was my parents really dope. weren't about the kids like that. They were like, "Look, <laughs> this is the end up. This is the information you end up having to learn." So there ain't no child, there's no intermediary. You got to jump straight into the adult joint. Figure it out. Highlight the words you don't know. Keep it moving. But um, but yeah, I'm just like all of this. Like, there's so much. Like, I try to. I try to really not be uh, too complaining. I try to catch myself. Like I ha- like one of the things I wrote down a while back in one of my old affirmation books was stop comp- stop complaining. <laughs> and but that that affirmation helped me so much because just in life I'm like oh my back. My legs. Oh, these pants are too tight. I need to get a new. Like I'm, I'm talking about all of this stuff, and I'm just like thinking about ancestors right. looking at you like, "Word, really? Your back hurt? <laughs> your shoes too tight? That, that's a problem. You gonna buy a new pair? They're gonna come in the mail. That's how they... You're gonna go on a. Okay, you're gonna open up that machine. That that's and a satellite is gonna ship. That's that's your problem, my dude. Word. Too much gluten. It's, that's what that's what you're doing. There's too much gluten in what you're eating, right? You got food though, right? Like, I'm, what am, what am I what am I saying? Word, you're fat. Your fatness is your big. You're too big. You have too much food in your system. That's 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 what you're complaining about. Your ankles hurt because the weight of your heavy, well-fed body. Right? You can walk in the street. And it's just all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. That I'm just like, oh my gosh, man, you are, you sound like a privileged jerk. Look, and you have to keep it in perspective. Shit. <laughs> Let me say this, man. Let me say this. To prosperity, because we got to speak to this too, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, people say more money, more problems. Damn that. No, it's, it's the same problem. It's the same problem. <laughs> You know, more life, more yeah. perspective. Damn exactly. that! Don't money, don't put, don't put problems on money. Give me more money problems. That's I'm not mad at more money. You know, it's a material yeah. situation we're living in. Acquire, know your worth. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. More money. I've I never understood that. Phrase. Oh, neither have I. It's ridiculous. More money, more pro- again. <laughs> spoil people problems. Really, word. More money. I have no money. Does that mean I have no problem? Like, how does the math work on that? Exactly. It's not. Because I think it works the other way. (laughs) Hashtag Flint, Michigan. Hashtag Puerto Rico. Hashtag, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's... Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Mo problems. (laughs) Look, don't let me get political on this podcast. Not today to see Not Not this podcast. We're folding clothes. That's where we're keeping it. We're keeping it right, right there. And, 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 you know, speaking of clothes, oh. can I have a moment in praise of stretchy pants? Stretchy pants. Yo. Okay. So remember when after, after our first kiddo, when you were like, why don't they make maternity pants for like non-maternity people? Wait, I want to wear say, this all the time. Like wait, that's say that genius. Again. Say that again. Cause I, I think you were, I you were talking you could... toward, well, go ahead. <laughs> 
I'm ha- I'm the one that has to edit this, but go ahead. I love you so much. We're not gonna edit this. Oh, we're <laughs> keeping it real. Um, but yes, I remember after our first kiddo, Pierre was like, "Yo, those mature like." Do you remember you used to be yeah. like fantasizing about having maternity pants because they just look hecka comfortable, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, aside from having to be pregnant in them, they are hecka comfortable. Like, the stretchy clothes are amazing. But, we're and this is a this is speaking to, again, the, discom- the privilege of, of having the discomfort of pregnancy. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Making life and stuff is really awesome. But, um, but yeah, like, that, it's not one's most comfortable state of being okay. <laughs> for, for many of us. But, um... Yes, like it's really hard to come out of those maternity clothes and back into like normal like waistbands and stuff because you're like, oh, <laughs> do I have to? And in the intervening, you know, ten years, they there's so much stretch stuff. Like I have, I have these so many like stretchy kind of dress pants so that they look really mm-hmm. professional and when, well, not professional, but very pulled together pair trousers, but they're. They're like, you know, bi-directional stretch and they're extra, extra comfortable, but they mm-hmm. still look like a pair of trousers. They don't look like sweatpants or yoga pants, but they feel almost as good as a pair of sweatpants. And now even now they're starting to make men's jeans with stretch, et cetera, et cetera. I wore a pair of jeans, one of my favorite pairs of jeans. I wore them yesterday and they didn't have a <laughs> have mm-hmm. stretch in them. And my body by the end, and it was a day also that I happened to be sitting down a lot. Mm-hmm. So I don't always sit down during my entire day, but this day I had to. And, um, and by the middle of the day, my body was just like, you know, us in this waistband are not going to work. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to make it, those jeans. They may have to go. No, know. they got to go. <laughs> I've, I've, I'm starting to have the same experience. I was so, you know, let me, let me preface what I'm about to say with, I love my body. I love it. Come on. I'm a sexy dude. I don't, thank I don't go body. out there all the time and, and, you know, I thank my body. I look good. I'm not a bad looking fella. I'll put that out there. Um, but but as I get older, as I get older though, the 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 fluctuation is ridiculous, right? So it is because I get clothes for the what I'm at right now for that for whatever that week right, is whatever that week is, and then a month later I look. You ever see the remember? The, you ever see the Hulk <laughs> after he becomes that? Like he's the Hulk, like ah, and then. When he turns back into Bruce Banner. <laughs> so a month, a month will pass. I'll lose like 15 pounds. And then I'm walking around with my clothes hanging off me like I was just <laughs> the Hulk. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh my God. like, and then you try to buy clothes for that. And then they're all hugging you again because you, you turn back into the Hulk. You know, so it's, I've been going through that a lot since really since the kids. But it's like, I just, I started, I started actually wearing some of the new stretchy mm-hmm. material. I mean, I, not on purpose. They just, that's just, I that's bought jeans and now. it's just out now. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, nah, like I had to, I had to do some painting the other day and I rocked some of my old jeans and yo, it was like. It's night and day. You're it, like, I can never go back. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like, you know what it is? It's the difference from when you discovered, fellas, if you remember, when you had box briefs and then you went to boxers. <laughs> like, I became a man in a four-minute time period. Like, my voice changed. Like, ah! And then I put on the boxer. That's, of course, I just made random loud sounds. 
But when I put on like boxes for the first time, I was like, you could <laughs> you could feel this way? You could just walk around with your stuff, just <laughs> just talk, blapping around, just oh, you could just run up I'm steps. Gonna, you could just run up steps I'm, like this. I'm, 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 I don't. I don't have a word for. It. I said blapping. That's. I think people. You get that when I say it's a good onomatopoeia. Blapping. No. You eat. Let's hashtag blap. <laughs> but just. I just. It was so freeing. Like I could breathe better. Like. Oh it's like oh. And then they started making the stretchy. The stretchy so Calvin Klein joints boxer. with the oh, yeah those box of breathe. Box of. Yo, yeah, son. So whoever did box of briefs from, from should get a should, perspectives. should get a should get a like a Nobel. They, Cause for real, that changed the game. You, I, I don't, is there an equivalent for women? Like, is there a, like a comfortable bra? Does that exist? So it depends. There are a couple. I get advertised a few on Facebook that claim like they'll be underwire free, or they will be. Um, you know, like molded cups and softer, you know, and mm-hmm. so they will claim to have, you know, wear this all day and you won't, you know, want to throw it across the room at the end of the day. And they, they claim greater comfort. Right. And But to judge from the comments on those advertisements. See, it, you would have thought they would figure this out by now. Like, yeah, I mean, they got all kinds of... There's so much technology. Yeah, like, I don't you know. You could talk to... A, Computer and out of space, and you can't figure out a supportive, soft, bra. comfortable bra. I know there's too much. Like it's that yeah. seems ridiculous. So the the thing is that they have sex robots, yo. <laughs> they, I'm sorry, it was just really grossed out. Anyway, hi Facebook. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I won't even finish that story, but. <laughs> Sex robots exist, and like with every new technology, uh, you would hate we to cannot we cannot handle it yet. We are not kind of huh. You'd hate to catch a glitch on that kind of technology. Oh, that, the worst! That very cute. We're still folding clothes. Uh, <laughs> she found some underwear, not mine, with dinosaurs on it. I'm jealous. It's my son's. It's kind. They're kind of amazing. Yes. <laughs> I fear them when they discover boxers because <laughs> that's the end of all my, <laughs> you know, go to your room. No, you go to your room. Like, oh. <laughs> they're already, their voices are already deeper in mine, yo. It's very frustrating. <laughs> no, dad, you go to your room. <laughs> what, what are we talking about right now? Are you guys still here? This show has been sponsored in part we have the sponsorship, right? By ExitTheApple.com and OeinHandmade.com. I don't know if we should sponsor this episode. We should sponsor every episode. <laughs> Please go to our sites. Support uh, support us because we support you. We make incredible yeah. stuff on both places sure for do. your mind, spirit, heart, body, hair, and skin. You're mm-hmm. all covered. We got you. We got you. And we're going to be further getting you as the years progress. Uh, again, I don't know if we can talk about stuff. I know we have a... Oh, there's a new t-shirt that's been blowing up the charts oh over at XFPApple.com. Yeah. Um, the, the Prince joint. Yeah. Um, but what? None of the things coming up at the Exit the Apple art space. Um, first of all, shout out to Tia for the hip-hop yoga joint. It was berserk again. Transformation. Yes. And uh, we'll get back into that in a second. But this weekend, there is what? Um, there are a couple of events. Yeah. Go to exitthepple.com um, and click on the events tab, and you can see what's yeah. coming. There's a party up. dance thing for mm-hmm. a charity and a uh, a, a massage, a yoga massage. Uh, yeah, yoga massage and a little sippy sippy thing happening. Wow. Yeah, so they're about to get nice. So you figure that out. 
it's there for you. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, this was a complete tangent, but go ahead. A, a tangent away from what? what were we I don't know. This whole show is a. I think that should be our our whole hook. <laughs> this is a show of just tangents attached to nothing because we don't. We're talking like we're talking, but we're not. What do we, what have we said? Think. Just stop for a minute. Let's all pause. What have we talked about? For real, for real. We folded clothes. So we've, we've talked got about using. Oh, oh. So no, no, no. Go ahead. We talked about using using your space smartly, but I didn't share any like tips, okay, like organizational so tips and stuff boom. about hit, it. Hit them with a tip. Um, I, 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 this is like a basic organizational <laughs> tip, but one that we hadn't been able to execute on like a large scale level about um, you Color. know, keep keeping things stored close to where they're used. And um, that is a, like when we reorganized the kitchen and literally for years I've been moving um, the colander like from from where it was stored over the oven to like where I had to, you know, move the salad spinner to the sink and then put it back over the oven, which is it's not like a huge kitchen, but it's like, why am I walking as as far as I can in my kitchen, as opposed to storing the salad spinner directly above the sink where it's used, you know that kind of principle. Yeah, it wasn't. We were we hadn't been thoughtful. Yeah. I think in 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 the function of what a house is. Right. We haven't thought of the house as a tool, but just a place we live. We and hadn't we thought just... of it as a whole. Right. Like we right. thought of like for instance, we got a treadmill, and we were like, where can the treadmill fit? And then we put it where it would fit as opposed to like kind of rethinking like if we're going to create this kind of use, then where in the house would this use best fit? How do we want to feel when we're exercising? Do we want it to we want to look at it all the time in our bedroom or do we want it to be far as far away as it can be? So we feel like we've gone somewhere to exercise but after. You know what I mean? So like that kind of stuff um, of really examining how how we want to use the space and 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 where things should be in order to be best used um was kind of a revelation for us i think yeah oh remember i've told you about that article i read about the family and this was this was probably a couple of years ago when i was obsessed with tiny houses oh, to an God. even greater degree than i still remain slightly Ridiculous. obsessed with them that's <laughs> over the top man no no again and I think I've said this before on the podcast. I'm not obsessed with them as like a place to actually live, but oh. I think that there's a very interesting like set of structural I mean, I get rules it. Um, for downsizing generally. I get it, but it's like if you buy, if you come home with too much change in your pocket, you can't. <laughs> you, you can't. You it's have a to wrap move. for you. You got to move everything around. It's like smart cars. I get, I get the importance of smart cars, but I'm just like, yeah. you, you. Everyone wants a smart car till a, a truck pull up next to them, and they're like. <laughs> Why? 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 Why didn't I just ride my bike? Why is it so important for me? Important for me to get a parking space. It's not. My life is more important. Oh my goodness! But yeah, um, this this family had moved from like you know what they considered a, a regular size house into what they considered like kind of a McMansiony, really big size mm-hmm. house. And what they noticed was that their relationships with each other started to deteriorate. The Hmm. relationships between the parents did because they, in order to kind of afford this bigger house, had to work more. Right. And And so they started spending less and less time at home. The um, 
the, their children who were maybe in their early teens mm-hmm. or tweeny started spending less and less time near each other. Not only right. like in the same space, but just like at all in, involved with each other's daily right, lives because right. there was just so much space that everyone could have even had their own quarters, you know? And um, they put a hard stop on it. And it was in, and it was an article about why they had decided to like, you know, quit everything, sell their big house, move to freaking, they went to Argentina for a year or something crazy. And um, not that it's crazy to move to Argentina, but it was like something extreme. Right. It was a very extreme change. Um, and then when they came back, they like did a extreme downsizing and, and moved into like, I don't remember the details, but it was much, much smaller than their original house had been because right. what they had experienced for the year that they were traveling was living in very close quarters and becoming very close, right, you know, right. and they didn't want to lose that. And there was a corollary in their experience between their relationships and the quality of their relationships and how much space they had to deal with and the ways that they, that they, in you know, their relationships had changed based on the space they had available. So that, that was a really interesting um, little kind of allegory right. to think about in terms of this of this space, but um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's that's not really like a here's the tip you need to think about right, <laughs> when right. you're reorganizing your house, but but it kind of is. You know, think about how you use the space. Think about what makes what kinds of activities make you happy. Do, is it important for you to? eat dinner with your family is it important for you to make sure that your all your children know how to cook maybe you need a bigger kitchen and less of an dining room or you know what i mean like maybe you just need to eat in kitchen so that everyone's in the kitchen together so that all your kids can help cook and make and you know no one goes out of your house into the world without knowing how to cook a good meal like like what right. what's really important to you because things about um your space can shape the your experience in the space that's what i learned and another interesting thing is that we did not buy or get rid of any of our furniture. Yet. That's true. Yeah, you no, know, we're getting rid of it. We are. We are. We, yeah. we need a new couch. But um, but in order to make this huge change in in the way that we've experienced our, our space, we didn't. Nothing came in and nothing went out. Right. It was. It's literally all the same stuff just moved around. Yeah. I I liken it to a lesson I learned while DJing that the yoga. It's 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 a thought that's been becoming applicable to a lot of other things is that you have to curate your pain also. You know what I mean? Like bad things are going to happen or different things. Change is kind of always abound. It's in the air. It's, it's you know what I mean? But like curating your pain, like giving yourself, like I heard I heard Tia while she was like, she was saying, you know, stretch, but if it hurts, don't, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But it's just like in that pain, in that stretch is where you get a little further, Mm -hmm. right? It's that, that moment of like, oh, I'm right there. That like, that's curating your pain. It's like, okay, I know where I want to go and I'm going to let it hurt a little bit to get a little further closer to Mm -hmm. it. And I feel like you have to do that with, your comfort as it pertains to your house or with your comfort as it pertains to whatever goal it is you want to reach, whether it's clarity in your house or in your life or with your friends, it feels like you have to choose where you want to go and then kind of say, I, all right, I'm going to, it's worth this little bit of pain to get a little closer to that thing. And maybe that's what that family went through. Right. Um, they sound like they have a lot of money and a lot of problems. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of trip is your ass going on to come back and then, oh, let's 
Let's get a smaller house. Word. Smaller house ain't what people with small houses <laughs> claim to want to have. Yeah, I'm like, true. I grew up in, I'm, let me tell you something, I ain't living in no one and a half bedroom again with anybody I grew up with. No. I want, man, listen. No, tiny, I want, I want to build a tiny house like in the backyard of our regular size house. Free. Because I think it'd be awesome to have like a little office or a little studio or a little, nah, a little retreat area. But, but like live, I ain't trying to live. Yeah, not for like all of the things. It's like just be homeless. We, I just got too many books. Like, be I'm homeless and go to, to Barnes and Nobles. Right. <laughs> Those are your two options. Or like my man at the library, just be up in the library all day getting that free computer on. But um, and shame on you, sir. Anyway, I'm not even gonna get into that one. Um, the gentleman in the library. Uh, Did I miss something? It's this last time I went to the library. Is a gentleman <laughs> using the computer for free? Who clearly, you just oh, don't do that. Anyway, I love and hip hop, y'all. <laughs> Cardi B forever. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm tired. I'm delirious with tired. Um, uh, so I don't know if you're driving. Keep your eye on the road. Be safe. Uh, Why? Okay, you're good. No, sorry, sorry. Um, (laughs) um, If you're just waking up listening to this, I'm sorry. (laughs) I apologize. And um, you know, this is after work. Hey, you're gonna be home in in a a saner situation. So um, I don't know. You're loved. Have a great day. Either way, I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. This is me post coffee. And uh, pre- come down after yes. the uh, So look, thank you for joining us today. Yes. For the, the final frontier episode of the podcast. Yes. We hope you're having an awesome afternoon, morning, or evening. Yes. Fold your clothes. Come on. Fold your clothes. Oh my gosh. Wow. That should be a hashtag. That should be a metaphor for life. Yo, fold your clothes. <laughs>